We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hi, this is Luka Doncic. Can he get it away in time on the step back? He does! He hits! He hits! And the Mavericks have won the game! Luka Doncic with a 30-footer to win it at the horn! And you're listening to the Mavs Step Back Podcast. Good morning, everybody. Welcome in to another episode of the Mavs Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. You can find me, as always, on Twitter at Dalton underscore Trigg. You can find the pod account at Step Back Mavs. Uh, be sure to go over to DallasBasketball.com, where we're churning out content weekly, uh, regardless of the Mavs not being in the playoffs. We've got a ton of stuff up there, and that will continue to be the case throughout the summer. Uh, and the closer we get to the draft, uh, the more in-depth draft content we will have on individual prospects and potential trade scenarios and stuff of that nature. So uh, definitely pay attention to DallasBasketball.com over there where uh, uh, myself, Grant Afseth, uh, Michael Mulford, uh, Richie Witt, Mike Fisher, you know, a handful of us over there are pitching in stuff uh, left and right and giving our different takes and perspectives on things. So uh, be sure to check all that out. Uh, before we get into the the main topic of today's pod, which is some conflicting Kyrie Irving reports and, you know, which one do we believe? Uh, before we get into all that, I just wanted to quickly recap what has been going on in the NBA playoffs. Uh, I realized over the last couple of pods that I didn't talk as much about that, but uh, we have the conference finals going on. It's been exciting, but it hasn't been – as competitive series wise, like, you know, there, there's been some theatrics, there's been some, you know, guys getting up in other guys' faces like Jimmy Butler and Grant Williams, uh, in that game two in Boston, it gave you a feel of like old school, uh, NBA basketball. And it was nice. I mean, it, that's kind of, I feel like the league needs more of that, that, uh, that felt, felt like I was, you know, back as a as a teenager watching some of that old school basketball with like Dirk and Duncan and Kobe and you know that era of player so uh I like it now as far as the series goes on both sides I, I do wish it was a little bit more competitive just from a, a NBA fan viewing uh, perspective but you know it is what it is the Nuggets have a commanding 3-0 lead over LeBron and the Lakers 
the Miami Heat, the eight-seeded Miami Heat, have stormed out to a 3-0 lead of their own over the, the, the two-seed Boston Celtics. <laughs> so this, uh, this Cinderella run for Jimmy Butler and the Heat uh, continues because, and I mean, maybe – Maybe we shouldn't call it a Cinderella run because I mean this this Miami team is more talented than just being an eight seed. Everybody was kind of shocked that they were at the bottom of the standings and having to fight their way into the playoffs uh, because of how they underperformed in the regular season. I think everybody figured like, okay, this team should be better than what they are, uh, and they've peaked at the right time. I mean, it's it's been fun to watch. Uh, I personally don't like the Miami Heat for uh, reasons. I mean, <laughs> those reasons are obvious. Uh, 2006, 2011, even though the Mavs got their revenge and won. Uh, just, you know, it's just something that's kind of ingrained with you as a, as a Mavs enthusiast. So, uh, but that being said, I like the way this Heat team plays. They're hard-nosed. They're easy to coach. Um, You know, they they make the right plays. They make winning plays. Jimmy Butler is super easy to root for, you know, given how he had to, you know, fight growing up to to get to this point where he's at. This is the second time. I mean, they still got to win one more game, but I'm assuming that, you know, the Celtics aren't going to become the first team to ever come back from 3 you know, this will be the second time that he has pretty much wheeled uh, a team to the NBA Finals. The last time was in the 2020 NBA bubble uh, where they lost to the Los Angeles Lakers. So uh, Jimmy Butler is awesome. Uh, I think he would be exactly the type of player that the Mavs need on their roster, you know, to kind of turn things around. Uh I desperately wanted the Mavs to trade for him when he was in Minnesota and up for grabs in in trade talks and everything, but you know it <laughs> it didn't happen. And people said that he wouldn't mesh with Carlisle and Luca, and maybe that's true. But I mean, that was the that was the vision with all that. I could see Jimmy Butler being the the linchpin for what we want the Mavs to be going forward. So the Heat. They are on the verge of making the NBA Finals uh, as the eighth seed, and they will most likely be playing two-time MVP Nikola Jokic in the Denver Nuggets, who uh, have a chance to put away the Los Angeles Lakers in game four uh, tonight in Los Angeles. So we'll see how that goes. I think uh, I think they have a chance to you know have the full sweep. Uh, I predicted a gentleman's sweep before the series started in that one. Uh, but you know, I could see I could see the Lakers getting hot and and pulling out at least one win at home. They were undefeated at home until until that game three uh, two nights ago. So I could see it. But then once it swings back to Denver for Game Five, if that happens, I think it's over. But either way, I think it either ends it either ends tonight or uh, Wednesday night. So I think we're very very likely going to have a Nuggets versus Heat. NBA Finals. I know some people are, you know, they feel indifferent about it. They they kind of don't think it's enough juice. I think it's plenty of juice. I love it, uh, especially since and I, you know, Markeith Morris isn't on the Heat anymore. But you had that uh, beef between 
Nikola Jokic and Markeith Morris uh, from the shove, you know, a while back and Jimmy Butler got into it with, with Jokic. And I think there's some, uh, there's more juice there than people realize. And I think it's going to be a fun series. I'm looking forward to it Uh, as a, as an NBA fan. I mean, you kind of, again, you know, you have your, as a Mavs fan, you have your feelings about the Miami heat overall, but then as like just a general NBA fan, you're always kind of, you almost root for the underdog. So uh, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be weird in this next series because I like Jimmy Butler, but I don't like the heat, but I like an underdog story. They're the eight seed. Uh, but you know, the nuggets, I like Nikola Jokic. He's Luca's best friend or one of his best friends. His, their wives are best friends. Uh, and I just really like the way they play basketball. And you've seen the growth from Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. And I think that, you know, it's just it just kind of feels like it's their time. Uh, but I've also learned throughout this playoff stretch that you don't want to count out the Miami Heat at all because none of these series have been really even that close. Uh, you know, they took care of the top-seeded Bucks in five games. They beat the Knicks in six games, and they're on the verge of sweeping the Celtics. So they are for real. So even though they're going up against the – probably going up against the top seed uh, Denver Nuggets, nothing's a given. So fun stuff in the NBA playoffs. Uh, now I wanted to talk about a couple of different uh, Kyrie Irving reports because we have some we have some conflicting – reports going on and uh let's see let me see this one was from brian windhorse espn's brian windhorse on his hoop collective podcast uh i'm gonna play a couple of these clips for y'all and then i'm gonna you know give the the conflicting report of uh, what eric pincus with bleacher report is saying about kyrie irving so uh, hold on just a second here. It, it would take a little bit of maneuvering and Kyrie would probably have to not take the max or they would have to work on something with Dallas, but they can get there. They, they can keep Reeves and get Kyrie if they make that a priority. They risk, the, they risk going right back to where they were before, which is a top-heavy team that doesn't have – because one thing that they did have, they with, – with Vanderbilt, you know, uh, you know, you know, with Hachimura, they added that they could play different ways. You know, uh, Darvin had different hands he could – Okay, so he's rambling a little bit on that one, so I'm going <laughs> to cut that one short. Uh, and I'm, instead of playing this next one, I'm just going to read it to you all because, I, you know, you know how podcast stuff can do it the important stuff gets kind of wedged in between and there's some extra ad lib and all that. But uh, my guy Grant, he uh, tweeted out this clip where it was the same podcast. And uh, he said, the Mavericks have more chips on the table. They're going to hold, they're still holding, sorry, what they invested to get Kyrie. If Kyrie stays. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, let's see. He says, if Kyrie says, hey, I'm going to the Lakers and I'll go uh, to the Lakers for this and you can trade me and then get something back, I think the Mavs backs are put up against the wall and they probably have to cooperate. Okay, so before I get to this conflicting report, you know, because uh, because Windhorse, we know how Windhorse is. He, uh, you know, he tries to do anything possible to will help for LeBron James because <laughs> he's uh, he's a little little biased there. Uh, so in, anytime he has a chance to help LeBron, you know, he's out there trying to do it. But I, I mean, look, I don't think the Mavs backs are against the wall. Yeah, they have some you know, assets that they gave away to get Kyrie to uh, two starters and a 2029 unprotected first round pick. But, you know, I I think given what the Lakers have to offer, I'm not sure that losing Kyrie for nothing uh, is better than what the Lakers have to offer. You know, I'm definitely not taking D'Angelo Russell back for Kyrie Irving that's that's completely off the table that's <laughs> the Mavs would rather have air than to have that happen it's it's not going to happen uh you know maybe if you worked out like a a double sign and trade where the Mavs get Austin Reeves and you know another piece plus the Lakers uh 20 is it 2027 or 2029 first round pick whichever one that they didn't trade to Utah you know, maybe you work something out there if possible, but that's just, you know, that's assuming that there is no possible way for them to re-sign Kyrie Irving. Uh, Because to me, the most likely scenario based on how this new CBA is, and that's another thing I wanted to mention too, all of these people, including Brian Windhorst and all these Lakers uh, fans and media and whoever is talking about Kyrie Irving going to the Lakers, I don't think they understand just how difficult that is going to be with this new CBA being implemented. It's going to be hard. I mean, even even if they did a sign and trade for Kyrie, given their cap situation, they would still have to, uh, you know, renounce the rights of certain guys, or um, and that's not including the pieces they'd have to add into the sign and trade after that happened. Like they would have to completely gut their depth to add Kyrie Irving. Even if he took a slight discount, they would still have to do that. So I just don't see that being possible. I understand that, 
you know, people are going to throw the Lakers out there because it generates a lot of buzz, and that's just how NBA media works. But, look, I just I just don't see it happening. I think the most likely scenario is the Mavs re-signing Kyrie, and then later down the line, if it doesn't work, then you have Kyrie on contract already, and you can do a straight trade uh, to the Lakers or whoever – it is he's wanting to go to. And maybe that's something that the Mavs and Kyrie talk about, you know, behind the scenes, you know, later on, if this partnership doesn't work, how lenient are we going to be in, uh, you know, sending you where you want to go and what's the minimum we want to get back? You know, we're not just going to send you anywhere, but if, if where you want to go has assets that we like, you know, we'll try our best to work it out, you know, something like that. So, I feel like given the the new CBA, that's the most likely scenario for both sides here. And I think all this buzz about Kyrie going elsewhere is just that buzz. So uh, so uh, all of that being said by Brian Windhorse leads me to this other report uh, from Eric Pincus. It says, uh, well, this was from my guy uh, Jay at Mavs Film Room said Eric Pincus reports that one source tells him the Mavs and Kyrie Irving had a handshake deal on a new contract prior to the trade with the Nets. Uh, he also quotes an agent who has heard that Kyrie is returning to Dallas on a three plus one player option max contract. Uh, now look, this is, you know, you can look at this and be like, Hey, who who do you believe the, the ESPN guy who is biased towards, toward LeBron or the, the bleacher report guy (laughs) who, who is, you know, worked in other places too. But, uh, like I said, I mean, given everything, given the, the cap situations, given the, the new CBA, given the you know, what we've seen and heard from uh, Kyrie and the Mavs since the trade happened, I think this is the more believable one. Uh, I could definitely see this one happening. Have a three-plus-one player option max contract. You try to build around Kyrie and Luka, who had, you know, historic offense uh, when playing together. You try to put more defensive pieces around them and make it work. And then if it just doesn't work, you have a trade asset worth more now on a potentially four-year deal, but more than likely three because Kyrie can opt out after his last last year. So um, the idea that you know Kyrie Irving wouldn't have any trade value is kind of silly to me because everybody said that about uh, him before this last trade. (laughs) There were multiple offers for him that involved first-round picks. So I just feel like, and you know, I feel like his reputation will kind of get rebuilt and will be, he'll be viewed a little bit differently after a year or so in Dallas if he stays because you could already see how that was starting to turn for him uh, in just 20 games for the Mavs after the trade deadline. Uh, The media covered him fairly, in my opinion. It wasn't any of that extracurricular, you know, stuff to try and get him to say something to blow up a headline and, uh, 
you know, it wasn't trying to just get him in trouble, so to speak. And I think he appreciates that. Uh, the Mavs are, you know, sometimes they can whether whether y'all like it or not, the Mavs are probably the one of the best in the league at treating people like family. Um, now, sometimes that can be to their detriment <laughs> because you know they end up holding on to guys a little longer than than what they should, uh, like Dwight Powell, so to speak. Uh, but you know, I, I think that Kyrie Irving uh, enjoys that aspect of it too, and I think uh, he will be back on that on that new contract and then they'll go from there. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. That's fine. You find a trade partner, you know, you go a different route, but I just don't think you can, uh, I just don't think you can do a sign and trade for him right now, uh, given how complicated it is. So guys, that's going to do it for another episode of the math step back podcast. Uh, be sure to go like, rate and subscribe, like rate and subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms. Uh, if you don't mind, give me a like and uh, a subscribe on uh, YouTube, because again, I'm starting to do a lot more YouTube content these days. Now that my uh, Wi-Fi has the bandwidth for something like that, <laughs> but uh, be sure to go give me a like and subscription there. And I'm going to have some more guests on here throughout the summer. Uh, and hopefully a big Mavs guest here in the next couple weeks if things go the way I think they should. Uh, but we'll just have to see about that. I'll give you all an update on that when I can. Uh, and also, if you want a, if you have a beard and you want a, a good deal on a really good uh, beard hedger, manscaped.com, uh, they have a new beard hedger that you can get 20% off and free shipping uh, if you go to their website and use the promo code MAVSTEPBACK. So go to manscaped.com, put in the code MAVSTEPBACK, you'll get 20% off and free shipping uh, on that brand new beard hedger that they have. I have one myself. I love it. I think you'll love it too. It has 20 different links that you can adjust it with with one swivel deal on the on the handheld device and uh, you don't have to switch out guards and stuff like that. So it's really cool. Go check it out. And if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, it automatically enters you for a chance to win giveaways uh, for this summer with like Mav Step Back uh, design t-shirts or, you know, into next season when we start giving away some tickets and stuff of that nature. So be sure to go and do that. Guys, appreciate it. Y'all have a great rest of your Monday. Let's have a good week. We'll see you next time. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.